We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beast of the field. Then said David, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom thou hast defied. Makes all the difference in the world whose name you're going in. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Miracles of Healing Series, Volume 3, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Let's turn to one other. Mouth of two or three witnesses shall ever word be established. Turn to the 17th chapter of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Well, now here, let me fill you in without reading a lot of scripture. You know the story, I think. Israel is at war with the Philistines. And uh, Israelites encamped here on one side of the valley, Philistines on the other. And here comes a giant by the name of Goliath and challenges the armies of Israel. You send a man out against me, And if I defeat him, you will be our servants. If he defeats me, we'll be your servants. Now notice the 24th verse. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were sore afraid. When they saw that giant, Goliath, fled from him and were sore afraid. Now then, David, who was just a 17-year-old boy, teenager, his brothers were in the army of Israel, the armed forces. And so Jesse had sent David with some provisions for the boys that was in the service and to see how things are going. And so when David got there, he saw all of this. The men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that has come up? Sort of reminds you again about those ten spies that saw the giants and said we are as grasshoppers in their sight. Have you seen this man which has come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. Now notice that 26th verse. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? The people answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. We've already read it. Now, now skip down to that 30th verse. This is David now, and he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. 
When the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. Saul is king, of course. Remember, when Saul was elected king of Israel, he was head and shoulders taller than all of the other men of Israel. But when he saw this giant, he was so afraid that the scripture said his knees smote one against the other. They began to knock on one another. He's so scared. And here's a 17-year-old shepherd boy from the country, just a teenager. David said, David said, now if you'll notice from the previous reading, this is about the third time he's already opened his mouth and spoke. He said, and he said to his brother Eliab, we didn't take time to read that. David said, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth. And he a man of war from his youth. And David said, I want you to notice that. David said, Remember the woman with the issue of blood? For she said, if I may but touch his clothes, it shall be whole. And Jesus said, Thy faith has made thee whole. Remember the ten spies said, We can't take the land. We're not able. Caleb and Joshua said, We're well able. Our God is with us. Notice they all got what they said. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, notice that, notice that, underline how many times he spake or said, said, David said, moreover, the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go and the Lord be with thee. Well, we'll not read about how Saul tried to arm David with his armor, but he wouldn't go along with it. He just simply took his, his slingshot, his shepherd's crook, praise God, and uh, went out against it. Now, notice the 41st verse. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David. Now, get this. And the man that bare the shield went before him. That guy is so big. He had such a big shield, another fellow carried the shield for him. I don't know whether he ever stopped to study this or not. I, I, I several years ago, looked it up. It tells in cubits, not in feet and inches, but in cubits, how tall this fellow was. Reading from Flavius Josephus, the Jewish historian, a cubit was measured at different lengths at different times of Israel history. Two different lengths. 
Now, if you take the shorter length of a cubit, then this fella would be about 9 feet and 11 inches tall. Well, you wouldn't call, hardly call him shorty, would you? <laughs> if you take the greater length of a cubit that it was measured at one time, he would have been 11 and a half feet tall. Now, it's safe to say that he wasn't any shorter than 9 feet 11 inches. Boy, it would take a pretty big shield for that guy, wouldn't it? Another man, it said, carried the shield. Did you get that? And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves, or in other words, with a stick? So he had his shepherd crook in his hand, a stick, you know. You know, you just get a stick and go out against a dog. No wonder that fellow felt insulted. <laughs> Am I a dog? And then I don't ever send a kid out against him. A teenager. That thou comest against me with staves, and the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beast of the field. Then said David, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom thou hast defied. Makes all the difference in the world whose name you're going in. This day, now David's still talking. David's still speaking. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee. Isn't that kid talking big, though? <laughs> that old country boy. Never had a minute's training in the army. Not even one minute. Listen to him. He said, and take thine head from thee. And I will give the carcasses. He is getting brash now. He said, I'm not only going to whip you, I'm going to whip the whole bunch of you. The whole army. Not just going to feed your carcass. He said, we'll give the carcasses. That's plural. The carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day under the fowls of the air and to the wild beast of the earth that all the earth may know that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. We're offering 50 camp meeting favorites on USB. These are 50 messages from the last 50 years of camp meeting from a variety of speakers. A book by Kenneth W. Hagan titled, 
create the world you want to see. And lastly is Lynette Hagen's CD entitled, Whatever You Need, God's Got It. All these items at the special discounted price of $45. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You know, you hear me and, and Lynette saying, thank you for helping us to bring hope, help, and healing into the world. Well, we have something we call Rhema Word Partners. What is a word partner? Well, it's somebody that prays for us regularly. And then secondly, sends an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to help us to keep Rhema going, help the Bible school. The tuition at the Bible school only pays for 30% of what they pay to go to Rhema. But your partnership provides scholarships for them so they can go. And uh, hey, if you want to know anything about it, just go to rhema.org slash WPC and it's all the information there. You can join right there if you'd like to become a Word Partner Club member with us. But we, we really would appreciate your prayer regularly. So. We want to thank you for becoming a Word Partner Club member. And we want to thank all of them that are Word Partner Club members because you help us. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Miracles of Healing Series, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.